Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there is so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there. And you're tired of the wellness fads, endless diets, and impossible standards that make you feel like nothing you do is ever enough. You're ready to tune into your mind and body and feel empowered around health. We're the Healing Trio, here to help you redesign your relationships with food, fitness, and yourself. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. I'm Maria, licensed mental health therapist. And I'm Tara, personal trainer. Together, we're changing the narrative on health away from diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity and towards healthful self-care. So grab your water bottle, get ready to laugh, learn, and grow. And and let's let's start rebranding your wellness journey. Hello, beautinesses. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Rebranded. I'm Tara, and I'm here with Maria and Elizabeth. And today we are talking about what to do when your family is not on board with some wellness changes that you want to make in your life. I love this topic because I see this so often in intuitive eating and the work that I do. People don't understand a family member or support them not focusing on weight loss. And it's so sad mm-hmm. and unhelpful. And and here's the thing, you know, like making changes on your well-being is such a courageous and personal choice and filled with highs and lows that having a strong support system is crucial, but unfortunately is not a reality or possible for everyone. How does that look like and what can we do? That was actually my number one tip for this, Maria, is like you have to have a support person, even if that means it's not a family member, even if it's somebody you need to pay, like your personal trainer or your dietitian or whoever, Um, like you need a support person no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yes. And here's the thing, I don't know from your areas, from your niche, in mental health, for example, sometimes your healing can challenge other people, right? Mm. And can really destabilize is a big word, but you know, it can it can trigger reactions from other people because there's been years of everyone in a dynamic or or a family pattern or family norms, quotation marks that have been established that breaking from them can create a you know a family revolution. And, and that's okay, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's like you're pulling away from something that doesn't serve you anymore. Um, and that's sometimes what happens and what makes family members react sometimes in a negative way to your own healing process. That's such a good point. And in the work that I do, a lot of times it um, it brings up people's internalized weight bias and fat phobia, and it challenges deeply held, deeply seated belief systems. And it's reveals more about their beliefs and relationship with food than it does your own, but it's very, it can be very difficult to navigate. And I see it, you know, it can be very hard if I'm working with a client and they're, you know, really trying to heal their relationship with food and their body and embrace intuitive eating, but their partner is doing keto. It's like the diet, diet culture is loud and pervasive anyway, but in that case, it's like literally right in your household. And not only are they doing it, talking about it, sharing all the 
you know, the elements of their dieting, but they're also judging what you're doing because you're not doing it or they can be, or it can feel like they are, even if they actually aren't. I feel like I see this a lot in the gym in like the opposite direction where people have joined the gym and they're trying to lose weight and get healthier or whatever, but their partner wants to keep living their life how they were living it. Um, and it's like equally hard, but in the opposite direction, you know, really having that support is so crucial, no matter what your goal is. And of course, as always, we here at Wellness Rebranded want you to listen to your bodies um, and to have body confidence and body, good body image. But, you know, really having some like skills that you can kind of put into place when you are faced with opposition like this. Um, I think is important. You got to have some tools in your toolbox there. Um, yeah. A big one that I use with people is like, dude, stop making it about exercise and make it about activity. Um, mm -hmm. So like if your family doesn't like you to go to the gym because you're always at the gym exercising. I have a friend whose husband is like super resentful that she goes to the gym. So she's kind of switched gears and they go for like family walks and bike rides, mm -hmm. right? It's a whole nother can of worms, what I think about all that. But if you're in that situation, it's a good like alternative to switch your mindset from, I have to go to the gym to what can I do at home and involve my family? Yeah. Same with family members that don't support you going to therapy, for example. And it's so important to take it for what it is. I mean, you can recognize their response for what it is. The same way we can respect people not wanting to go to therapy, there's also a respect for people who want to go to therapy. Um, so that respect on those boundaries can come both ways. So it, may, it makes me think of two things that we can do that Tara made me think of. One is definitely connect with external support find those people that do go to therapy and you know connect with them it doesn't have to be the support doesn't have to be from your family it can come from external resources um also becoming your own encourager right like when you are convinced of what you want to do and you believe that it is serving a purpose you can be that voice that says i'm doing what is best for me even if it's not supported by my family and then definitely set those boundaries because I'm thinking even when Elizabeth was talking if somebody wants to like it happens in my house that I really want to choose the foods that I put in my body and I try to do it the best I can but not necessarily might be my husband's plan it is okay to have even there's a section in the refrigerator that is my meals that I have for me and if they don't want to eat them that's that's fine so I can, you know, those boundaries of this is what I decided is how I want to nourish myself. And then you can have your own thing. Like it's okay to combine both styles without having to crash or, or um, criticize each other and not support each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, some of the, when it comes up in my world about, oh, but, but my mom, you know, for example, keeps trying to push, put, put me on a diet or push a push and tell me that I need to be losing weight. She's worried about my health or, you know, my, my husband keeps, you know, talking about all the, um, 
all the toxins in the food that I'm eating and that I really shouldn't be eating that way or, you know, so many different ways that it comes up or they, they don't understand why, what intuitive eating is. And they're saying things that are, you know, triggering for me. I think some, to me, it's always helpful also to look at your relationship. Your relationship with the person is going to depend how, how you go about addressing it, right? Obviously, addressing it with someone who lives in your household might be very different than with, you know, an aunt that you only see a few times a year, for example. And then also there's some people, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before perhaps, but there's some people who are reachable and teachable. You might be able to share some resources with them about, you know, your intuitive eating journey or your mental health journey, or, you know, what you're doing with body image or healing your relationship with food or the facts about BMI or whatever it is. And they may not be aware of it, but they're open and receptive to learning and you can share resources and then say, this is what I'm doing. And they may be more respectful of it. And then there are other people who are not reachable and teachable, and they're just not in the headspace right now to get or understand what you're doing. And then you can set up very clear boundaries within you, within yourself of what conversations you will and will not engage in or what you choose and don't choose or to do or which people you know you choose to spend your time with or not I, I was just working with a client who was feeling very uncomfortable going to certain family gatherings because she feels like people are judging judging her body and not understanding what she's doing and you know we were you know we came up with a plan of maybe right now in this acute phase of your healing maybe maybe you don't want to go to those family gatherings for a while and maybe there will come a point where you're you know you are feeling more comfortable more solid and what you're doing and those things are less triggering even if they're still there and then you can go again and in the meantime are there other people where maybe you know you can spend your time that that are giving you what you need or or if it is uncomfortable if you can practice being uncomfortable in the situation but it's in a less heated less acute kind of way and here's the thing ladies this is a hard truth sometimes in this healing journey like let's say that it's like a boat that you're gonna jump in your healing boat some people might come along and some have to be left behind um, because if they're not reachable and teachable, are you going to stop your healing process to please other people or stay on those waters of, you know, um, patterns that are not beneficial for you or even worse or harmful? I, I, I wouldn't, I, you know, you don't want to stay. So sometimes mm -hmm. that healing process is going to bring some losses and some hard decisions along the way for the sake of your healing. And I see it a lot with like couples, especially when one of them starts that healing process and starts seeing things or exploring emotions or working through different things, they realize some new information that might even get you closer to your partner or further. And it's, it's a risk worth taking some time. I mean, it's a personal decision. Some people want to stay where they are and that's okay too but sometimes moving forward might mean to leave some stuff behind true i mean hard but true yeah yeah it's yeah. your life and your body and you've got to protect your peace and do what's right for you as uncomfortable 
comfortable as that might be sometimes. Mm -hmm. And recognize the response, like I was saying before, I'm not sure I said it that clear, but recognize that the response from other people might be just, again, um, um, reflection of what they are going through, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it might not be personal to you that they're against exactly um, to against to what you are doing, but they are going through a process that maybe is not as worked through or advanced for lack of a better word than your process or not even not let's not even compare, but it's not you're not on the same page when it comes to those processes. So their response might be a reflection of where they are having nothing to do with you, right? We can all judge from where we are, but good, good stuff. Yeah. And find your people that can support you through it. I think com community is important. And so find it, find, find your, your people that can support you. Even if, you know, the people you wish you were supporting you aren't, and that may be professionals like us. It may be friends, other family members. It, maybe you join a support group. I mean, there are resources out there, but I think that's yes. important. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Wellness Rebranded, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you want to connect with me outside of this podcast, you can find me on Instagram at coaching underscore therapist. I'm Elizabeth. You can find me at Elizabeth Harris Nutrition or in my Facebook group, Health and Healing with Intuitive Eating. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Tara DeLeon Fitness. Guys, if you loved this episode or any of our other episodes, we would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It really, really helps us get the non-diet word out to the rest of the world. So please leave us a review. Yes, thank you.